Welcome to Conversations Live. For more than a decade, we've brought you the best in books, entertainment, celebrity interviews, and current events. When the movers and shakers of the world have something to say to you, they say it to us first. Here's your host, Cyrus Webb. Welcome back, everyone, to Conversations Live. I'm your host, Cyrus Webb. Glad you all could join us once again. For a radio audience tuning in at WYAD 94.1 FM and WYADonline.com, we're glad that you all can be with us. Also, tuning in to our online affiliates around the world, we're glad you all could be with us as well. I'm so excited to welcome back my friend, award-winning author Sylvia Dickey-Smith, to our broadcast today. She's someone who's been able to give us some great books when it comes to fiction, but also some great nonfiction reads as well. Her latest is no different. Her newest book is called Right Now, a wealth of inspiration and guidance for writers and want-to-be writers. We'll talk to Sylvia about her amazing writing journey, what it's been like for her to bring characters to life, and how now through her new book she's helping others to be able to do that as well. Sylvia, thank you again for the time today. Really appreciate it. Thank you, Cyrus. I've been looking forward to it. I always enjoy well, meeting and talking with you. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that, and we're glad to be able to have you on our radio side, too, in my home state here in Mississippi, as well as online. Sylvia, you've had such a remarkable writing career, and what I love about it is you've been able to give us different types of characters, tackle different types of topics. What has that been like for you to look at your your literary journey and what it's been like for you to have had the career you've had so far? Oh, it has been unbelievable. I have just really resonated with it. I started late in life, and so that takes away anyone's excuse about being too old to start. <laughs> and um, I had a a friend who said, you know, I kept saying, well, one of these days I'll probably write a book. And I was at retirement age, and she told me to get my you-know-what in the chair and do it. Stop talking about it. And that got me going. And uh, I started on a, a true story, fictionalized, and uh, you're familiar with that one, I think, Dance on His Grave. And right. um, it just went from there. I, I thought, well, I'll write this one book, and I sent it to an agent. And she said, great, send me the synopsis of two more so we can sell it as a series. And I really felt I don't have anything left. But you know what? It's hidden in there. We do have it. Wow. I love the fact that you say that, Sylvia, because there are so many people who do sell themselves short. And like your friend, we all need a friend like you had. I try to be that friend for so many to say, look, just just do it. Um, but have, what was it like for you to know that you not only had a story, Sylvia, but you had a story that people actually wanted to read? Well, I think I, I don't know if I would have done it if I had, had not had that in my mind because I had promised uh, this person uh, several years ago to write her her story, and you know time happened and and I didn't, and so when they were talking about writing, I thought I've got to go back and do that. I had promised that to a young woman, and uh, so that's where I started. But I didn't know how to write fiction because I had re- read mostly nonfiction books and had worked and that sort of thing. And uh, I met a, a dear friend online who was an online critique group. And I'd sent, she said, okay, write, send me a sentence. And I sent her one, and she said, oh, no, that's not what you do. So she sent me a sentence, and she said, take this sentence and put your words in it formatted as the, uh, as the progress of the what um, story goes. Um make these words fit your story. And I say, bless her heart, she held my hand. 
as I went through that first book. And um, we can be that for each other. Yeah, we can. And, and now, Sylvia, you were that for someone else. So it really has come full circle, right? Because now through your new book right now, you're able to be that person. Have you always known that there was enough room for all? I think that's one of the things I respect so much about you is that you have never thought that your success meant other people can't succeed. Do you think that's one of the reasons why you have the support you have, Sylvia, is because you do try to support other writers as well? Well, you know, I had not thought about it in that way, Cyrus, but I do believe in passing it on. I believe anything that we learn, holding it in and keeping it a secret is going to make us ill over time, perhaps. Um, I just think that we need to share what we've learned with other people because they're not going to copy us. They're going to create their own story. They just need the tools and how to do it. And I've enjoyed doing that over the years, and it's really been fun. And uh, I was thinking, you know, about I had published my last Sidra book, and I'm thinking, okay, what do I do now? Do I do another Sidra? And then I thought, I have got all this material that I have produced and gleaned from other people over the years and spoken. Maybe I can put that in a book for people to use. It's not a how-to book, as you know. It's uh, it's one to inspire us and to kind of touch our what our creative spirits. Maybe. Right. Well, I, I kind of look at it as that kick in the pants that your friend gave you. That you know that's that's one of the ways <laughs> I I kind of look at it, uh, Sylvia. Is that you know what we all know what we need to do. There's this great quote that you have in the book from Nikita Gill, um, and it I want to read it for our audience. It's on page 75 of right now, and it is never take a writer for granted. They are snipers armed with words. They know how to aim with sentences, how to fire with paragraphs, and how to immortalize their kills in verse. I mean, I think that pretty much sells it all. <laughs> but uh, well, you know, it, it reminds me, Sylvia, of a of a coffee cup I saw that says, "Be careful what you say; you may end up in my next book." So, what has that been like for you to realize the the power of words? Well, actually, I have a T-shirt that says that. <laughs> It's an old T-shirt, but I probably need to pull it out and uh, wear it again. Um, I think it takes away our excuses of not yeah. writing uh, because it it does take discipline, as you know, to sit down and write a book. And sometimes we get up before you know everybody else gets up, and uh, where we can have the quiet time. But it it just takes sitting there and putting words on paper or on your document. I write computer, and so on my document, just keep putting words. You can always go back and, and redo them and change them. Uh, but um, I, I think stories are what we're made of. Storytellers, I've, I've always thought of myself as a storyteller. Uh, when, I, you know, when I was in school, my teacher said, you know, Sylvia's always telling stories. And she didn't mean lying. I mean, I just love telling. I just loved story. And I don't think we always give story credit. There's so much there for us to learn from each other and for ourselves. When when I can have my protagonist say and do what I had always wished I would have said and done, that gives me strength. Right. And it's, it's just 
phenomenal what that does for me and I hope for others as well. Well, I think that's one of the great things about your career, uh, Sylvia. I think it definitely has done just that. I want to say for those who are just tuning in, you're listening to Conversations Live. We're excited to welcome back my friend, award-winning author Sylvia Dickey-Smith, to our broadcast. We're talking with her about her career, but also her newest book, Right Now, A Wealth of Inspiration and Guidance for Writers and Want-to-Be Writers. What inspired this book? You mentioned Sidra Smart. Of course, we all you know, love Sidra. You uh, introduced her to us a few years ago, but what is it that made you want to write this nonfiction book, Sylvia? Well, you know, when you make presentations, you know this better than me probably, you know, you have all of these documents that you, uh, you know, paper that you have presented, and that stack just kept getting bigger and bigger, and I thought, well, what do I do? Do I throw all this paper away or what? And then I thought, no, I need to share that. Because there are lessons that I've learned, and I do believe it's important for us to share what we've learned with other people. It's up to them whether they want to use it or not, but uh, knowledge is powerful. And uh, so some simple things that I learned on the way and, and some things that other people taught me and sharing that with other people. And um, I just knew that book had to come, and I almost gave up. Uh, I I was having – this is – different kinds of pieces of information over the years for writers. And trying to get that organized was not easy. And uh, with my publisher, I finally said, you know, I, I just don't think I can do this. I, I can't get my table of contents to match all those pages that's in the book and that sort of thing. And she said, I hear you, Sylvia. Let me work on it a little bit. And so she helped get that finished up to be a, ready for a publication. But... Um, it's just been fun. Yeah. And and I love the fact, um, going back to uh, Sidra really quickly, I love the fact, too, that with some of these characters, we've gotten to know them quite well. And there are books that you, it was very personal for you, that you talked about you really wanted to write with Original Sin, uh, another great book, too. Um, do you yeah. ever have those wow moments, Sylvia, where you think about wow? I mean, that book was an award-winning book. You know, you won awards for that one, uh, Original Sin. Um, do, you, do you still have those moments that you think, wow, that came out of me? I do. I do, because I feel like that was so much a part of me and who I am um, as a person, as Sidra. Yeah. Uh, I mean, not as Sidra, as uh, Cynthia, Sin. Yeah. Uh, because a lot of what she experienced, some of what she experienced, not all, but uh, learning to find her voice, that is what was difficult for me for so many years. And so writing, helping Cynthia find her voice really kind of helped cemented uh, my progress in my life over the years with that. Uh, it's not my story, but her finding her voice is sort of my story, learning yeah. how to speak up and when things need to be uh, addressed. I think sometimes we sit too quietly <clears throat> and let things go by that bother us. And right. um, it's nice to have a character that step out and do it. Yeah. 
Another character that you were able to create that I know uh, people still talk to you about is B in A War of Her Own, um, the World oh. War II novel. Um, yeah. I think it really does go to show, because anyone who reads that particular book, um, going back to the 1940s, will see that people are people, right, They're, regardless yeah. of the time. Is that one of the things that fascinates you, Sylvia, as a storyteller, that no matter what year you're writing about or what the events that people are still people, that people are going to be faced with decisions what they have to make. Absolutely. And I think that's the power of story is when we read how others have negotiated, um, fictional, but yet they so reflect our lives. Um, I, I just think it gives us the courage and it helps us feel like we're not alone there are other and I think and that's one of the reasons why I use writing strong women for my writing theme is because I think you know we're kind of coming in uh, a little bit late in the century I guess um, because so many um, of the big writers were men and probably still are but women are really coming in and finding their place and I think our world needs to hear what women have to say and we enjoy being able to do just that for sure. So I want to talk to you about the other thing about right now that I really like, Sylvia, and that is, of course, it does kind of give you um, some ideas. One of the, the sections of the book is writing with purpose. And I love the fact one of the things that you do in, in there is being able to to get us to ask ourselves questions. Um, you write this on page 39. Let's circle the cracks in the questions to get to the core of them. There are countless ways into our writing. These ways usually involve innumerable questions, and you give uh, five of them here. How do I start? Where? Who are the characters? What shall I name them? What's my plot going to be? I've always been fascinated about this. This is why I'm bringing this up, Sylvia. Some authors I've talked to have told me that it is the characters that speak to them first, and then they find out about them. There are other times people say it's a setting that speaks to them, and then they want to write characters to fill that setting. What normally happens for you? Is it, just, is it different from book to book as to what comes first? Hmm, good question. Um, I think it has been different with each book um, because, you know, speaking of original sin, I was thinking of, you know, and I was a pastor's wife for a good many years, and I and that is definitely not my character in that book, I want to say, but I understood how she felt about a lot of those things. And then um, A War of Her Own, um, I was born right after that, but... My mom was in that, and she really uh, had to fight and struggle through some very serious things during those years. And uh, I just felt like it was worthy of honoring the people who work so hard in our society and in our world. And and our world changed with that. Um, My hometown changed from that. After that, I mean, you know, we learned a lot that we could do that we hadn't been faced in a long time, or my generation hadn't been faced in And um, I want to mention right beneath that on that same page, um, the book about the things they carried, um, and he talks about the things that the men carried during the war, I think it was in the Vietnamese War, and um, how important that had to do and how they were different with each person and the things that we carry. Look at the things that we carry. 
in our pockets or in our hearts or in our minds, those are important. And those are the stories, I think, that lead us to be told. Yeah, such a great thing. Do you ever fear, this is a a question I don't know if you have thought about, Sylvia, but I'm sure some of our audience out there might. Have you ever feared the blank screen or the blank page? Have you ever sat down to write and nothing came? Oh, yes. I don't – are there any writers that that hasn't happened to? (laughs) Um, You know, I I would get up at – you know, trying to get up earlier and earlier so I could write without disturbing uh, my my late husband. And uh, the earlier I got up, the earlier he got up. So it's finding that time (laughs) when you can – I thought, okay, I might as well sleep and do it later. But that blank screen, you know, that little ticking thing that's keeping – uh, that is waiting and keeping monitoring. Okay, when is she going to type something? Or when? And I do write on the computer. I don't uh, write by hand. And um, you know, you just have to sit there long enough, and it's going to come. Yeah. And I, if we just stop, sometimes I do stop. I, you know, don't mean that I sit there forever. But um, we have to listen, and sometimes, and to hear those words in our own head and heart and life. And sometimes there are, those are not the words that we really would prefer coming. And there's where, that's where we need to put them down. That's where we need to write them. That's where we need to type them because fear, I think, stops us sometimes. And uh, right. what are people going to think about this character? Are they going to think this character is me or my family? or you know? And characters, they're all themselves. And uh, right. they take on a life of their own, and they take over the story in a while. So that's so true. That is so true. Do do you with that point? I'm glad you said that, Sylvia. So are there points where we're talking about Sidra Smart, where we're talking about Cynthia in Original Sin? Were there times that you were surprised at where the characters went? Yes, very definitely, particularly with uh, Sidra and. Uh, some of the work that she did uh, in getting to where she got to. Uh, yeah, I, they surprised me. They're stronger than I thought they were. Or they're smarter. Or they've, they've pushed down too many words that they didn't say, and now they need to say them. Um, you know, my theme is writing strong women, as we've mentioned a while ago, and I just, I think women have discovered their strength in the last few years. And uh, we have more and more women speaking out and doing things that our society benefits from. And uh, so I've enjoyed I've enjoyed working with that theme. Yeah, I guess because it reflects me and my past. Got you. <laughs> Coming in, you. you know, kind of late. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that that is the amazing thing, great thing about storytelling and where it can take us. So I, I have to ask you, as we're wrapping up this year, beginning a new month, what's next? You, you have right now, out now, that we've been talking about. What are you looking forward to next? I'm doing another Sidra book. Oh, nice. My my uh, my folks, my, my hometown folks are that love Sidra so, so much because she lives and works in their home my hometown, uh, keep asking for another Sidra book. Where is she? And um, this one, I've, I am feeling led to include horses in this book. And oh, uh, wow. a woman who 
draws her strength from horses or a horse. I, and I've often driven down the highway coming back from Arkansas through Dallas, all those horse farms that are out there with a the long path up to the house, you know, in the barn and all. And I've often thought, oh, I wonder what they would do if I drove down and one knocked on their door and I would say, you know, I'll wash your clothes, I'll cook your food. If you will just let me go out there and sleep with the horses. <laughs> I want to I want to feel them at night. I want to feel their strength and their heat and their energy and uh, their wisdom. And so this is going to be a journey for me. I, I, I always loved horses, but I haven't been around them that much, just a little bit earlier on. So I'm, I've got to go spend some time with some horses. Got you. I'm looking forward to that. That's going to be something to look forward to. Again, everyone, award-winning author Sylvia Dickey-Smith has been our guest. Another great conversation with you, Sylvia. Her book right now is out now, A Wealth of Inspiration and Guidance for Writers and Want-to-Be Writers. There are other books from Sylvia you guys can find on Amazon as well. But, Sylvia, how can our audience stay connected with you? Well, by my Facebook page, and they can they can email me. My it's Sylvia Dickey Smith at gmail dot com. Writers that are interested in talking or learning or sharing something with me, they're welcome to email me. All right, Sylvia, thank you again for a great conversation. Really appreciate it, and looking forward to speaking with you again. Thanks, Iris. Appreciate it. More than it. welcome. Bye-bye. You're you're welcome, and we thank your audience for tuning in to another great segment of Conversations Live. Until next time, I'm your host, Cyrus Webster. As always, enjoy your day, enjoy your life, enjoy your world. Thank you all for choosing Conversations Live, and let's go make today amazing. Take care.